Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. And I'm joined by Matt Vecchio, who is bringing a show to the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival, more like an event. It's the Battletoads two-player challenge. How are you doing, Matt? I'm very good. How are you, Steve? All right, thank you. Um, now, you told me this is the only show of its type in the Fringe. That's a big call. It's an event. It's very unique because it's basically based on um, completing a very hard video game um, that was made in 1991 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the hardest games ever made. It's a beautiful game. And the game, the show basically consists of me dressed as a Battletoad with a second player completing the game two players. And uh, I don't know anyone that has ever beaten this game two players. And uh, the show is really a bit of a fan service to um, the legend, uh, legendary game Battletoads, and features all the main characters dressed up in cosplay and interacting as part of the show. Yeah. And also a Battletoads cover band. <laughs> and uh, it sort of runs a bit of a lot of commentary and a lot of like jokes and insight into the game. And it's kind of a fun journey, so you get to actually see the whole game. And if you complete the game, can you complete the game in the two hours that you've got? Ah, uh, yeah, we will. Uh, we will attempt to complete the game. Yeah. Um, but we're most likely will complete it. Uh, it's because it's a very hard game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, part of the appeal, I guess, to the audience is will he do it and will he won't? Because it's kind of a different form of entertainment because you actually will watch somebody play a video game, which I think is kind of a very modern sort of form of entertainment but it has this beautiful thing about it that when you watch um we when you watch us play it that if you see us about to die and lose you feel scared and concerned for the players and and when we do win and beat a level or or go through a difficult Mm. part you sort of come with a journey and get excited Mm. so that's how i had to play all the games when i was growing up because my sister played all the games yeah all the systems so i spent more it's, of my time watching her play than actually playing myself, so I get more enjoyment out of video games watching someone else play. It's, it's really strange. A strange. It's quite hypnotic, and yeah, a lot of people like it because I guess they don't have to. Um, they can still go on the journey and and see the graphics and the sounds and the experience, but they don't have to uh, be very good at the game. And mm-hmm. I think this Battletoads game has twelve levels basically, and most people will not get past the third level. Like, oh, wow. So that's the thing about it. So the thing about it, everyone that was a kid had this game, and they're like, oh, I love Battletoads, it's so cool. It's like a rip-off of Ninja Turtles, and it was, it's a really cool-looking game. But no one could get past the third level. Mm. So part of the big appeal for this show is that, oh, I remember that game when I was a kid. I would love to see someone beat that. So that's um, the legendary sort of thing about the game. So I don't remember it, because we never had a Super Nintendo when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I it's... still blame my parents for that. <laughs> um... It's not Super Nintendo, it's the first Nintendo. Oh, so it's just NES. Yeah, it was, there was a version made on the Super Nintendo, but the original Battletoads game um, was the really popular one. So it came out in 1991, and it was yep. made by Rare and Tr- Trade West. So um, Rare, which is a really popular game company, it's one of their best, most like um, the early IPs that were really popular. Mm-hmm. It did have a few action figurines. And it did also have, like, one cartoon they made. But, unfortunately, um, they thought it was going to take off a lot more than it actually did. Mm-hmm. Um, the cartoon wasn't really that good. But and they've made about four or five sequels. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the game... I'm not sure what my point was originally. <laughs> no, how do you... Pl- what, what is the game? How do you play it? How do you play it? It's basically, like, an action um, side-scrolling beat-em-up. 
Uh, every level is a little bit different. So the first level, you might be just um, beating up psycho pigs and uh, rats. And the second level, you're going through like a, a cavern. Mm-hmm. And the third level, you might be on a hover bike dodging things. So every level is kind of, it's always action and it's always about dodging and remembering the patterns and stuff like that. So it's an um, yeah, action platformer sort of style. But the good thing about it, why it's interesting for our print show is that every level is so different. Mm. And the graphics at the time were really, really beautiful and the music is fantastic. It really is a, a masterpiece. Is it 8-bit kind of music? or It's all 8-bit. The thing yeah. about it is the, at the point when Rare made, this is my theory about the game, um, Rare made, in the Nintendo period, Rare made as many games as Nintendo, the first party mm-hmm. development games. So Rare made about you know, 30 or 40 sort of NES games, which is a massive library, and they were very successful. And this was one of the last games made for the Nintendo. Yeah. And I think what Rare did is that they put all their resources into making this, like, perfect game, but they made this twist about it that they made it incredibly difficult. So um, when you see the whole game, it really is a, a, a work of art, and it's every aspect of it is... Is beautiful. The graphics, the music, the gameplay, the style of it is just all really, really cool. It's just incredibly difficult. So, so you're going to end up selling copies of this game that people probably can't get a hold of anymore. Well, there actually is a lot of folklore about it. There's a big internet joke um, where people prank call game traders or video game companies and go, hey, have you got a copy of Battletoads? It's like a meme. So mm-hmm. if you ever just... If you just Google Battletoads, you can read about that sort of history, that interaction. <laughs> the game has a lot of uh, a lot of internet sort of fandom. Yeah, and you've got you, have you plugged into a lot of Battletoads fans in Adelaide for the show? Um, well, this is the second season of it. I did the oh, show okay. two years ago, just one player. Yeah. Because um, the story, uh, the show that I did two years ago was when I bought the game again in uh, when I was 18, like in 2003, I told my mum about it, said, Mum, this is one of the hardest Nintendo games ever made. Mm. And she's like, oh, well, I'll give you $20 if you can beat it. And it took me 10 years to beat the game. <laughs> and so the whole Fringe show, uh, the previous one, was my mum was on stage with me and we set up that as a narrative of I'll get $20 if I can beat it. Mm. And, um, you know, all three shows um, sold out. We had two extra shows and just... Anybody that had that game as a kid came was like, "Oh, can you beat it?" And uh, they were like cheering when you when you when you beat the hard parts, and people were like thanking me for like you know beating this game because they're like you know as a kid I couldn't get past this level, and thank you for like you know doing this yes and got into it. Um, so it does have this big fan. You know, a bit of a cult following sort yeah. of thing. And especially if you've got cosplayers dressing up as characters yeah. from it as well. That's... But the, the characters also interact with it. So whenever you fight um, any of the bosses, person a person dressed as that boss will come out and also talk trash to you as you're trying to fight them. And, um, you know, you're encouraged to cheer. Mm. Um, we put up signs saying that like, you've got to cheer during these bits. And there's also this other thing called Hush Time which is uh, doing really difficult parts of the game. <laughs> we put up the hush signs and it focuses on, on just, the, just the players and everyone has to be quiet because mm. I, I need to concentrate. Um, so, and there's, uh, I think, the uh, other thing that we're doing for this season is uh, we're getting a whole heap of kids to draw their versions of, of the bad guys and characters so we can have, you know, artists in <laughs> oh, interpretations nice. of them. Because it's very much about the culture and, and yeah. very much the design of the show is kind of like bringing you back to when you're a kid and trying to beat this game and that mm. sort of mindset um, to, to get into this Battletoads world. So it's, it's 
it's a tribute to the show. It's a nostalgia, a trip down nostalgia lane, and it's also a kind of a, a different form of entertainment. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, people can't believe that they watch this show for two hours and and get into it. But even people that don't even know the game, mm. um, find themselves cheering for the battle toads and and right. wanting wanting to see the end of the show. Yeah. So have you picked your like your competitor yeah well. uh, my co your co player uh, yeah. that was very hard i had to hold auditions <laughs> to find someone else to beat the game but um we found i found uh andrew J- drake mm-hmm. um he was totally clean to the game but he's somebody that's naturally very good at um, games and very competitive competitive and we've been training for about three months three times a week um to beat the game and be prepared because it's mm-hmm. very very hard two players um, yeah but we have managed to uh, do all the levels now and do it on one continue, which uh, we only started doing it successfully um, two days ago. We finally broke. Whoa. The last level was very difficult because you've got to synchronize like a lot of jumps and you've got to, syn- you've got to keep the game in sync and oh. um, you can't also hurt each other. So you have to work out who's going to attack and stuff like that. So it's really uh, quite beautiful to watch. And I'm very interested in that element of the show because and when I did it before, it was just one player, but this time there's this synchronisation and this teamwork, which mm. I think people are going to really enjoy seeing um, that dynamic. Because mm. not only will they be watching the game, but they'll be watching you play it as well. Yeah. Yeah, so... No pressure. I think that's the other thing. <laughs> that, the other thing about it is, um, is the sort of pressure, because when you're playing it live in front of people, there is this added layer of you're aware of the audience and how engaged they are. Mm. So you've always got to keep the joke. I run a lot of jokes and a lot of, you know, ways to sort of make it more interesting. Mm. And uh, if you die at the same point more than two or three times, it can really affect the show because people can start to get bored and tune out. Mm. Um, So that's a real big concern because it's a very real thing that we might not be able to do and we might hit a snag. Yeah. And so you feel a bit like a magician or something and... And, yeah. and, you know, there is this danger. Because you're going to have people in costume ready to come out as, like, the level level 8 <laughs> villain, and if you don't get to level 8, they ain't going to have a gig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's why we always present it as a challenge. And, yeah. you know, I am full prepared to, if we don't make it to the end, to be like, look, hey. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's never. It's not called the Battletoads completion. I'm 99.9% sure that we will complete it. Yeah. But there is that chance. And the game does offer some continues, but we're trying to complete it without the continues to do it properly. Um, Wish you the best of luck with that. It's the Battletoads two-player challenge uh, event at the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, It runs on the 22nd of February at 6pm, then the 23rd and the 25th of February at 8pm at Jade Monkey, 15160 Flinders Street in the city. Um, tickets on sale through Fringe Ticks and more details at adelaidefringe.com.au and link adelaide.com.au and Matthew Becky, thank you very much for your time today thank you very much for more visit linkadelaide.com.au check us out at facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide or tweet us at linkadelaide